what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. In this episode of Brothers in Tech, the brothers discuss the beauty of the $35 do-it-yourself Raspberry Pi computer, along with ideas of how you could actually use it in your own home. From digital signage to acting as a Plex server, there's so many possibilities. Plus, you'll get to decide which brother's Pi usage is more embarrassing, the Minecraft server or a webcam for darts. It's a tough call here on Brothers in Tech. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.TV podcast network talking about family, home, personal technology, and ways to help you understand it better, or maybe possibly, as in the case of this episode, maybe maybe get into some new technology that might be uh, something kind of new and exciting for you on a personal tech level. But before we get into that, my brother in tech is with us as well. It's not just going to be me. That would be ridiculous, just me talking by myself here. Yeah, you'd really have to rename the podcast, wouldn't you? I mean, brother. There's a lot I'd have to do. I'd actually have to do research and actually plan for the episode, which I don't really want to do, which is why I've got you, Brian. So uh, my (laughs) brother in tech, Brian Jackson. How are you doing, Brian? I am doing great, Alan, and I'm so happy that I can help keep this uh, podcast going, give you the foundation, give you the preparation that I know you won't put into it. Um, But uh, but we all have our purpose, right? And what are we talking about today? Remind <laughs> me again. So. Oh, you know, you know, Alan. It's it's Raspberry time, a Raspberry Pi time, ah, baby. Raspberry Pi. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are talking about the Raspberry Pi now. If we've got you excited because you're thinking we're going to talk about a delicious pastry of any type, sorry to disappoint. We will not be. But well, we I think it may be something. No. It may be something a little cooler, though. Maybe uh, something a little cooler. I agree. Um, we're going to talk about the Raspberry Pi. The Raspberry Pi is a computer. It is a, a very unique computer, and we'll tell you why in a moment. But it's also a great computer for doing some very uh, interesting projects and, and things on. Uh, but the best thing about the Raspberry Pi, Brian, the thing that, I mean, right away, even if somebody's starting to tune us out a little bit, like, oh, I don't know, I don't want to invest in a whole other computer, or I don't really want to get into something new. This is the exciting thing. The Raspberry Pi, as a computer... $35. Yep. Okay. Yep. So at 35 bucks, you can, you can play with this as a hobby is my, my take on it. I mean, this could be something you get and just say, well, let me just see what I can do with it. And I'm going to go and research online and find some ways to do some cool stuff on this little, this little device. So let's talk about what the Raspberry Pi is, Brian, before we uh, talk about what it can do. Okay? Sure. Yep. Um, so Raspberry uh, Pi, I mean, I, I, had to, I had to do some uh, little bit of digging on this because I knew this from you from a while back. You had mentioned how um, you use some of these uh, computers with uh, some of your work. But so the Raspberry Pi uh, was really a UK-based charity at its, at its lowest level, right? It kind of started as kind of this, um, you know, share uh, platform where they were going to create this 
foundational kind of computer that could then be uh, tweaked and expanded and used in lots of different ways. And they would hope to have kind of a lot of crowdsourcing for information uh, on how to use it, how to develop it, how to add new features to it. Um, so it is a is a standard, right? The computer itself is a standard. So if you get the Raspberry Pi, it is the guts of a computer that is fairly standardized, right? And then you can expand it beyond that, right? Yeah. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, it, it, yeah, you're right. It is a computer. Um, it can have a operating system installed onto it that we'll talk about in a moment. But uh, let's talk about what it looks like, what it is, what it has on it. It is a size of a deck of cards. Yep. Is kind of how I would equate it. And it has several things built in that you would normally find on a computer. It's got um, a power processor built into that little card-based computer. It has a plug for a power supply, like a little USB-C plug where you can get your power adapter and just plug it into that, and that will give it power. It has two uh, HDMI ports. They are micro HDMI ports, at least the newest, the, the yeah. most latest one. Older ones did have a full-size HDMI port, but now they're just the little mini ports. You do need a special kind of HDMI adapter or cable to go from mini to standard. But what that means is it can actually plug up to your monitors. And it can support two monitors. The latest Raspberry Pi for $35 will. has two USB ports. So that can be for your mouse or keyboard or anything else you need to plug up with USB. It's got two USB 3 ports. So technically there's four ports on it with USB. Yep. And then it has an Ethernet port. So that's where you would plug up your uh, your network if you are uh, plugging into a wired network. Um, there's not really a, a wireless um, piece on it so like for doing it for Wi-Fi. But what you can do is get a Wi-Fi adapter that's a USB adapter, plug it into your US, one of those four USB ports, and you would have wireless built in. And yep. I'll also so say, having bought my first one recently, you can buy them with a Wi-Fi chip built in. Oh, you so can. I okay, have, yeah, I have, little more I have than Wi-Fi, and, and I do not have a an adapter. Okay, good. Uh, but some was of them a, come without them, and you would uh, you plug into the USB or something like okay, that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I I did not know that. I, yep. I take it it's more than the thirty five dollar base model to have the Wi Fi. Well, and I'm not sure because I I'll talk about it in a minute. I did a package with lots of okay. other things with it, so I don't sure. really know what it is. But yeah, I, I imagine it's maybe a little bit more than that. Um, the, uh, the base level Raspberry Pi, you can choose between two, four or eight gigabytes of Ram. So you do have a choice on that. So, but the base level, I mean, two gigabytes of Ram and just what I described to you, $35. That is a, that is a computer. It is a computer that you plug up, you hook up to a monitor, you hook up a keyboard mouse, turn it on. It is a computer. Yep. Now. The thing that it doesn't have right off the bat that you do have to either buy it configured this way or install it yourself is an operating system. And it is meant to really uh, run a Linux-based operating system. So Linux, you know, is not something we normally talk about when we talk about home or family or personal tech because it's not something we're going to, we spend a lot of time recommending for people to use just for their own personal use. But Linux is an operating system, much like Windows or Mac OS, and that it has, you know, programs and web browser and Windows and so forth. Um, but most of these packages, I think we'll talk about the packages here in a minute from you, Brian, but either have it already preloaded or you have it on a uh, little SD card that yep. you can pop in. Yep. And it already has the operating system loaded on it, so you don't even have to configure it. You can just pop it in and go. Um 
So that's kind of what the Raspberry Pi is. And that's what you get. Now, uh, yeah, I can still see people listening to this saying, okay, I don't, I don't, I still don't really get it. You know, it's, it's a cheap computer. That's great. But if I've got to learn a whole nother operating system and I've got to do a whole lot of configuring, I don't really see the joy and fun in that. And yeah, there is going to be some configuring involved. There'll be some, some steps to follow to make things happen. But when you think about the idea of a $35 computer that's this size and this kind of flexible, there's just a lot of fun things you could start to do with it, which we'll talk about some of those things right. in a moment. Brian, why don't you tell us about like, you know, if you did like a package, kind of what what were some other things or, or things you got included with it? That, yeah, so that I, made it work? I ended up buying a, uh, <clears throat> so as I mentioned, it's the Raspberry Pi that comes with uh, a Wi-Fi and Bluetooth uh, chip mm-hmm. on it already. Okay. So I could connect it right away to Wi-Fi and, um, some Bluetooth devices. Um, also came with a case. I mean, we say case, we're talking just, you know, what Alan mentioned earlier, the, the actual Raspberry Pi really just looks like a circuit board, like a mini yeah. miniature circuit board. So it's wide open, right? It's the fact that dust can get on it, do anything. I mean, it is, it is bare. Um, but that's also all you need. You can buy these packages that give you um, a case. I have a little plastic case that snaps over it, fits it perfectly, and also had a fan, okay, because, again, the circuit board itself doesn't have a fan built in. So if you're doing any high-intensive things, the, the the pieces can potentially heat up a little bit, and it's always nice to have a fan that's trying to keep that from, uh, uh, from slowing you down. Uh, it also came with the power adapter or the power, uh, the power cord and switch, um, and came with some other little things like little heat sinks and stuff like that, that you could go on to try to disperse some of the heat. So, um, so it was great, uh, easy to put together, super easy to, to fit. It also came with, uh, external, uh, memory. Okay. Which is an important thing to, to keep in mind here. So Alan mentioned it's got Ram, which, you know, just to remind people when you're thinking of computer specs, Ram is, it is technically, it's a part, it's a kind of memory, but that is, what can I do at once? If I have a lot of RAM, it means I can do lots of things at once. But then you have hard drive, right? And this doesn't actually have a hard drive built into it. It's got the ability to put in SD cards as your hard drive. So that's where the information gets stored. So uh, so I think I had you know a decent size, uh, maybe 32 gigabyte uh, hard drive uh, that was put on it just to, I could have files going back and forth if necessary. So... So all that comes with a package, right? It's kind of fun and that, you know, it's not put together. You would think that, oh, yeah, you're you're buying this computer with these other pieces. This is part of the fun, right? You get to put it together. You get to decide how you organize it. Um, and, uh, and, and, and that's why I think it's also kind of a cool educational, uh, educational mm-hmm. tool for people, you know, that want to get into computers for the first time in terms of actually knowing how they're, how they're working or, for a kid that wants an opportunity to play. And it's like having the, it's like having the adult version of an erector set, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I get to play with science and I get to play with computers, but not having to spend a lot of money to do it. So, uh, yeah. so that was a package you can look on. Um, you can look on Amazon uh, and just search for raspberry Pi, and it will show you tons of different packages that are out there from different companies. Um, you can go directly to the raspberry Pi dot org website and they'll direct you to the companies that they have uh that will distribute uh different uh different kits and setups um yeah. but it's kind of cool yeah 
I'll tell you, just before we get into some of the applications, Brian, you're talking about the actual hardware you can purchase. I had not seen this. This was brand new for me to see, but Raspberry Pi on the raspberrypi.org website now have a, a their $70 desktop PC. And the idea is that it is a keyboard that is, yes. you have the Raspberry Pi built into it. So the idea is that you basically take this keyboard and you plug up a mouse into the keyboard, you plug your, your monitor into the keyboard, you have a full functioning like computer now with a keyboard and everything for $70. It's really I think cool. $100 is to get the mouse and everything else with it to have a full setup. Yep. But still, for under $100, you're basically talking about an entire computer setup other than the monitor. That's the only thing that doesn't really have with it at that point. Yep. Um, I just think it's pretty cool. And it's I think it starts cool. to really, for somebody wanting to experiment with doing some new things with computers, you know, spending between 35 and a hundred bucks to do it. Uh, I, I think, I don't want to say for everybody, but I definitely think is a more worthwhile option instead of going out and buying a brand new, you know, MacBook or Mac mini or yep. something else for this. So let's talk about some of the things you can do with these. Yep. Okay. You and I both are sold on the idea of having one and kind of the experimenting awesome. that you can yep. do with it. But let's talk about realistically what could somebody do with this other than just say, oh, cool, I booted up a computer. Um, you think about a $35 computer or in that ballpark, and you can think about it really being great for single-purpose uh, applications, okay? Uh, let me give you an example, Brian. Right now in my, in my home here, my home office, I do have an old MacBook um, in in one of my shelves that is running as my Plex server. So we've talked about Plex before on a previous episode. Plex is a open source kind of system or platform for allowing you to uh, store your videos and media and per and audio onto a, your own server, and then you can access it anywhere on your network from there. I've got it running on an old MacBook computer, which is fine because I had an old one laying around. But uh, being on a Plex server is a great application for for a Raspberry Pi because yep. the Raspberry Pi could actually act as your your Plex server. Plex actually makes a version of their their Plex uh, application that will can be installed on a Raspberry Pi. You can get it configured. You can hook up a drive to your Raspberry Pi that has all your media on it. And then all of a sudden, you've got a, a new media server sitting in your house running off of a 35 potentially $35 computer as well. So your other so, TVs in your house that have some sort of Wi-Fi connection, an Apple TV or something like that, could actually tap into that media mm -hmm. server that you put in a corner somewhere. Uh, hence, gives you a really good reason why you don't necessarily need a, um, a monitor and keyboard into these things all the time, right? Because you're not going to be working with it that way. You're going to be working with it remotely. And then if you need to configure, you can add those other things. So I think that's a really yeah. cool uh, possibility, right? To make it your well, it's media just if server. you're someone, yeah. If you're someone that likes to have your own movies and media files, you don't want to just stream everything from a paid service. You buy movies and you have ways of ripping those movies to have a digital copy of it, or you just download digital copies of movies. Plex server is great for organizing it and showing it, but yeah, you still need a computer to to run that server. Why use a twelve hundred dollar or more computer, and, uh, and why not use a little uh, thirty five dollar one that you can then download from 
Plex and get what you need on it and install it. That's one great application. What's, what's another one, Brian, you can think of that you use for it? Well, I'll, I'll bring one up that I know you use uh, quite a bit, but I actually uh, recently did this at our university or, or we have one at our university that I, that I helped out with, but we have it as a uh, display board, a video screen. So we have a monitor up uh, in one of our departments that if you think about a monitor on the wall, right, there's not a lot of place for you to have a big honking computer on that wall so that it's hidden. But you certainly can have a little Raspberry Pi that's a, you know, a deck of cards that could be actually you know, glued or taped to the back of the TV so you can't see it. Um, and it can be hidden back behind the TV. And it's just sitting there running you know, on a loop, different uh, announcements, different videos, different, um, uh, I think it even has a, uh, a Twitter stream going on it occasionally mm-hmm. so people can see what's happening within the department. So, yeah. And if you think about it, the reason, again, why that's beneficial, I don't need a keyboard for that. I don't need yeah. to go and actually work on it all the time. I just need to set it up once, unplug the keyboard, unplug the mouse, put it back there and say run and don't have to touch it again. So, that's right. Yeah. So you use this all the time, right? For some of your I do. businesses. I've got a, um, I manage a, a, a audio video at a, at a large conference center and we have 14 raspberry Pis <laughs> scattered all throughout the facility on the different displays and all tied together on a, on a network and using a, a platform to deliver content to them. And, uh, it's great because yeah, I, I I have to hook up a keyboard and mouse to like set it up the first time, but then once I've set that Raspberry Pi up and I can tuck it behind the the the, the actual TV screen, and as long as it stays connected to the internet, it is getting content in HDMI cable to the TV. Boom, you've got a display system ready to go, yep. and you never have to get to that computer, so I don't have it can be fine just tucked up behind the screen there for uh, the rest of the time. Yep. Um, so it's a great application for that. So much better than investing in a a full fledged PC and then trying to fig- get one small enough to fit behind the screen and be comfortable back there. Yeah, you're just wasting. It just makes good sense. Wasting money, right? Because that that Absolutely. computer is wasting. You know, it's only doing one thing, and you don't need that's all right. the other processing power. So that's right. I will uh, bring up one that's maybe a little more fun for some people in your family. Maybe I mean maybe you, but definitely uh, some kids who are into this. Uh, so Minecraft, Minecraft is a big uh, gaming platform that, you know, tons of people use. They love it. Uh, building your own kind of uh, worlds, virtual worlds and letting others explore it. And, uh, it. It's fun. And both of my my boys in previous years were really into Minecraft. So we we actually took a Raspberry Pi and we built a Minecraft game server. Hmm. The idea being that you could actually when when. <laughs> When they play Minecraft, they're actually running off of a server somewhere in the world, and they have to use somebody else's server that they have made public that you can now hop on and build your own world. So the idea was build our own, and it could be a private server or open it up to the public. But the idea was it could all run on a Raspberry Pi. So there was an actual installer you can get from Minecraft that will allow you to install a Minecraft server on a Raspberry Pi. You get it set up, configured. You just put it in a closet somewhere and just let it run as long as it's got an internet connection the whole time. And uh, it just runs as a Minecraft server. So then my kids were actually going from their their devices and hitting that Minecraft server, jumping into that one, playing on it, and building their own worlds and buildings and castles and everything else. And uh, it's just really cool to know that they kind of had their own little their own little server they could offer and, and set up and work with. So, uh, 
I think the yeah. coolest part of what you just did is how you casually tried to blame it on your kids that this was their Minecraft server. I think yeah. that's, that I was mean, yeah, just I, awesome of you, just like smooth as could be. And I almost believed you that it wasn't you tapping into your Minecraft server. Listen, but anyway. Alan's super fan, Alan's super fun cool land is a really great <laughs> place. And uh, I may turn that server back on and let people join it and come in and see everything I created. It's a pretty cool, well, cool place. People man. are it's waiting a, at the door. I'm sure they yeah. are waiting All at the right. door. All right, let me give you well, let me give you another one, Alan. So, sure. um, so here is the reason that I actually bought the Raspberry Pi for myself. So the other one was a okay. was a work thing. Uh, the department bought it and, and set it up. But um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna present this uh, as two ways to use it. One that's a little more professional, and one that that I'm actually using it for. So. Um, you could actually have your own video conferencing meeting station, right? So think about that for a second. You, you know, if you're like me, I have a, a, I have a work computer, a work laptop, and I carry it to work and home and to work and home. And I'll work from home on that sort of thing, but I'm always carrying the computer back and forth. And if I don't have that computer out or I happen to leave it at work or I have to do whatever, then I really don't have access for doing lots of things at home. So, mm-hmm. you know, I saw someone that actually created a mobile video conferencing station just in the corner of the room. All they have is the webcam and they have a mouse and a keyboard and a little Raspberry Pi and they can connect to their web meetings whenever they need to. They don't have to be using their full on computer. Maybe they're not, maybe they're a little concerned about having their computer cranking lots of things in the background from another, you know, uh, another, uh, sure. uh, kind of meeting, a web, web meeting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the professional side of this. Let me, yeah. let me tell you the actual reason I bought this and how <laughs> I'm using it. Um, mm-hmm. which is similar. So Alan, you know that I play a lot of darts and mm-hmm. when the pandemic hit, everybody started playing webcam darts. So webcam darts is where I have a, I have a webcam set up that's pointed at my dartboard. The person I'm playing across the country has a webcam at their dartboard, and we talk to each other and play, right? So I can't believe you were making fun of me for possibly even having a <laughs> Minecraft server, and then you rolled into webcam darts. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, somehow it doesn't compare. Makes it you, doesn't compare. Makes you, it makes you cooler. <laughs> well, well I'm, I'm interacting with actual people and not made up people, if that helps at all. But <laughs> so, so let me, let me tell you though, cause this actually turns out pretty cool. So for one, you know, um, think about how you might be able to use this in other ways. Right. But I have uh, set up where I have a dartboard. I have a little TV where I tend to have, you know, well, TV playing in the background. So what I did is I bought the little Raspberry Pi and instead of having to put a work computer down there to try to run a Zoom meeting or something and connect with somebody, I have a Raspberry Pi set up on the back of the TV. It's HDMI into the TV and it is USB to the webcam. And all I do is I turn on the TV, connect to the the, the computer. I have a uh, I have a Bluetooth mouse and a Bluetooth keyboard, both of which then will connect to the Raspberry Pi and I go to the service that I go to for the webcam darts. Sure enough, they show up on the video. It runs the video just fine, right? I was a little nervous about this, something this small. Can it handle video? Sure, it can handle it just fine. It puts it out Mm -hmm. to the TV. 
they can hear me. Now, be, do, do you realize this is a computer that you have to put everything on that you might need? And I say that because when I first did it, I realized, oh, there's no microphone <laughs> built into this thing. Turns out that the webcam I put on does have a microphone, so I just had to point nice. to the webcam microphone. But, you know, you can't just assume that you're going to have a microphone like you would on a normal computer and all of that. So so anyway, now I have this little solution for, I think for me, it was maybe about 80 bucks where I put everything together. I had a keyboard already, had a mouse already, and I can uh, have that set up and not have to plug something up, set something up every time. I just turn it on, go straight and uh, play my uh, my webcam darts. So Very cool. Yep. Exactly. Say it again. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would just say that. It's kind of a blanket statement. I'll say <laughs> after everything you say. Um, All right. Let me tell you one that I'm well, – I'm going to tell you two real quick ones. Okay. Uh, one that is just going to piggyback off of something you already said with the visual dis- – with like display systems yep. on a screen – Let's think a little more focused, a little more maybe simple, a little more maybe practical for your house. Uh, you know, some people have been using video um, or photograph uh, um, uh, frames, yeah, uh, digital yeah, yeah. frames digital to loop frames. photographs, mm-hmm. you know. And some of them are sold as a service where you have to upload your photos to a certain place and all that. Well, let's think a little broadly about that. What if you had a much larger flat screen that you wanted to mount on your wall and you wanted to actually be looping some really nice, high-quality photos on them, and you want to have complete control over it, maybe even with captions that come up on some of the photos or something, you could totally do that with a Raspberry Pi sitting in the background. So think about it for your personal home use, using a, your own dedicated display. Get a really uh, a nice size screen that you want. Any screen size works. Uh, as flat as possible, or if you want something that's going to stand on a stand on a tabletop, but then you could actually have the Raspberry Pi, you know, taped to the back of it or somehow fixed somewhere out of the way. And that's what's getting those photos sent to it automatically. And you can configure that. There's some software that you can install that will let you do that. And that just, uh, you know, to me, I like the idea of the flexibility of taking the idea of those digital photo frames, but really having complete control over it using a little inexpensive computer to do so. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that can be kind of fun, too. The other thing I'm going to mention, I have not done this. There's a couple of reasons I've not done this yet. Um, a, because it's technically illegal. However, we're going to be a little little dicey about it here. Um, <laughs> there have been some people who have actually used the Raspberry Pi to uh, have their own FM radio station. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Okay. Now, so the idea is that you know broadcasting over FM is you're, it's illegal without a, a license so i just need to go and get that out there <laughs> but what we're really talking about is the pi being something that can broadcast just over a very short distance so here's my proof here's my here's my idea brian if i ever wanted to start a drive-in movie theater okay yeah, and yeah, i yeah. wanted to broadcast yeah. the audio or even like a small outdoor mm-hmm. st- studio uh, theater and have everybody can listen on headphones or whatever, as long as they can tune into a radio station, you broadcast a very, very, very short-range FM signal on a certain frequency. And the Pi, the Raspberry Pi, can actually be that FM transmitter. There's actually software you can get on there. Now, the the thing that they say is, uh, you know, ideally you want to have like a battery uh, for your, uh, your Raspberry Pi instead of it being just corded because in case you're outside or somewhere else you yeah. need to do this. And you do have to solder solder on a uh, like a like an antenna 
onto the, right. the Raspberry Pi. Right. I was going to say, it there's a little bit of tools there. FM antenna built into No, it, it doesn't. You do yeah. have to kind of add your own antenna to it. But outside of that, think about it again for a practical, for a great single use purpose of a, of a device like this. Um, you know, at Christmas time, sometimes there's people's houses where they do the synchronized light show on their house, like synchronized to a radio station. Mm-hmm. They're broadcasting a local, very, very short band yeah. FM signal around their house. This is a great way to do that. Using this as a device that doesn't tie up a dedicated computer on your in your home. Um, and, of course, it's very portable. It's easy to move around, place it wherever you want to place it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of anxious to try something out with that and see how I can do that. So. Well, just I mean, piggybacking what you just said, go a little further. You could actually do those really cool Christmas light displays. The actual oh, yeah. That's true. presentation of the displays, the controlling of the lights through a Raspberry Pi, kind of yeah. create some some external. Uh, you'd have to obviously find the software to be able to do it, or write some code to be able to, do it or something like that. But this yeah. thing can run any of those things that, again, that's something I do not want to plug in a real computer to run, yeah. you know, and basically take my computer away from me. I'd like to have some other little computing power. So to me, the, the biggest benefit of Raspberry Pi, and it's funny, I had a, I sent a note to a friend of mine that I showed them kind of that I was playing around with one of these. And the answer was kind of like, uh, yeah, okay, why? Why why would you yeah, do that, right? Right. You really have to kind of think of it as if if there's a reason why I need some computing power and I don't want to just go buy uh, something that's already put together that may be more costly or may come with some sort of service that I have to then spend per month to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. If you said, you know what, I could I could make something I could I could buy the computer in a cheap way, mm-hmm. set it up and let it just run. Right. And mm-hmm. it's not something I need to tend to, but I want it happening all day. So I've actually seen a lot of solutions where people are doing home monitoring on it. They're mm-hmm. doing a uh, home security system and having the security yep. system kind of run straight from sure. the Raspberry Pi. I saw someone that made a cool little hack of a video doorbell that mm-hmm. the, the box, they built the box that just had the Raspberry Pi in it that would record yep. when it saw someone coming up. So I think there's lots of little things that, of course, we could go spend some more money, buy something that's already put together. But if you have if you have an idea, you have something you want to try to 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 create, um, or you just want to play with this thing, I think it's so cool that I could see myself just trying to figure out new ways to to use it just because yeah. I have it. And um, so I think now it's pretty cool. I will say the question I get all the time with the, when I talk about the Raspberry Pi is I talk about all these really cool little niche applications and very specific things you can do. I do always get people who are kind of learning about it asking me, well. Can I just use it as a computer? <laughs> I mean, if I, yep. you yep. know, because I love the idea of a super inexpensive computer that's kind of portable and kind of easy to move around. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, you can. Uh, it can operate as a desktop PC, but the thing is you're going to have to understand is you are going to be using a version of Linux, the operating system, to run on it. Um, it and it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be... Um, probably not what you're used to from a general consumer standpoint. Um, yes, there's ways to make it interact with other operating systems if you have other computers, but that's, to me, if you're going to take the Raspberry Pi and just use it as an actual desktop computer, that's, that's to me, a much more of a kind of a longer involved process, and you've got to be a little more dedicated about what you want to do with it there, right. a little more focused on learning it and, and creating with it. But it can do it. Yep, um, yep. 
you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to recommend anybody goes out and does high end video editing or graphic design on it. No, but if you need something as a check an email, do some web surfing, do some word document processing, and you want a really inexpensive computer and you don't mind having to learn kind of a slightly different uh, operating system and kind of deal with some of its pros and cons. Uh, hey, it's 35 bucks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to make an argument of saying that, no, you shouldn't do this when you're talking about that kind of price point. Right. You know? So, right. Well, and, and my, it was my it first, is different. It was my mm-hmm. first experience using, was it Ras, Raspberryan or something like that? It's yeah. got its uh, mm-hmm. version that it uh, is, is its user interface. And it's very, I don't know, it's very Windows or Mac-like, right? It was very simple to do. I went to the start menu up in the top left and went to what I needed to do. It had a browser button. Of course, my use of the webcam thing, it's all I have to do is pull up a browser. That's the only thing that I do. Pull up a browser, yeah. go to a site, mm-hmm. and now it's good to go. So I would say if, if, you're, if you're looking for a simple way maybe for your kid to have a computer that you really don't want them really screwing a lot of things up and they can do everything they need to do maybe through Google Docs, and it's all through a web page, you know, it's pretty yep. easy, right? You pull this up, you click on the browser, the browser comes up, and then you have, just like any other browser nowadays, you have little bookmarks. Bookmark goes to my Google Docs page. I could type my documents. I could do whatever I want to do. Um, and guess what? The the kid's not going to, to be screwing up too much in terms of, you know, cost, right, if something were to go wrong. But so anyway, probably not the way I would use it either. I, I actually like the idea of make it something where you'd like to have some computing power, but you don't yeah. want to have to interact with a lot. It's like, let me, exactly. let me let me get it started and let it do its thing. Well, and then I'll come back to it later and tweak it. But, you know. Like where a, a dedicated computer is needed, like a server of some sort, like yep. a something that's going to be running around the clock. And you don't want to tie up your own computer. And the size also size, helps out. Yeah, the, size size, the fact that that yeah. size could be, you can locate this thing anywhere just yep. about and uh, make a, find a spot for it. So yeah, it's cool. there's a lot of advantages. I think it's a fun platform. Again, it's never going to take the place for me of my, my typical desktop environment or my, my, my main computing environment. But I do love it for, I, I, I love thinking about, when I'm posed with a challenge of how can I do this? How can I make this happen from a tech project standpoint? My first question is, is it something I could run on a pie? And if so, awesome. Then that's what I'll, I'll go ahead and place the order, get the $40, $50 kit. I want to get in for it with a couple of accessories, load it up and give it a whirl, you know? And if I can't do it or it doesn't work the way I want it, guess what? There's tons of other applications I could then shift that pie over to use. And uh, just think about it more as a project, tool instead of a a full computer that you have to spend a lot of time managing and updating so yeah 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 and also remember that this is a open source uh Mm -hmm. type of uh, software and solutions right so it's one of those things very similar to alan when you you and i did i think it was the if then 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 that right that whole thing is you could go on and find out lots of the ways people are doing this and they'll often tell you, here's here's the way I set it up, right? Here's all you need. And uh, there's lots of that out there. So just type in, if you're interested in it, type it, go to raspberrypi.org and yeah. then just see what some of the projects are or type in a web, address, a, a web search just to say, cool Raspberry Pi projects. And you will yep. get a list of lots of cool things that people have done and maybe something strikes your fancy. So 
Yeah. I mean, be prepared. There may be some of these projects that involve a little reading. They involve a little following some steps and instructions or installing some different tools and utilities on it. But um, there's a great community. Like you said, it's a great community online willing to help. A lot of great ideas. People have documented a lot of great applications they've made for the Raspberry Pi and with instructions on how to get it set up yourself on yours. Um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful device. A lot of fun. So definitely highly, highly recommended. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Brian, if anybody uh, is wanting to kind of chat with us about their Raspberry Pi projects or talk about some ideas that they're thinking about for it, uh, how can they uh, get a hold of us? Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. I would actually love to hear some uh, some examples of how you might use it. Uh, send us an email at info at the mesh.tv. That's info at the mesh.tv. Tell us uh, how you're either thinking about using a Raspberry Pi or the ways you have used it in the past. And um, we'd uh, be happy to share some of those ideas out with others. So info at the mesh.tv. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for today's Brothers in Tech. We will be back again soon with another episode talking about another yet topic of home, family, or personal technology, kind of helping you navigate the waters of technology and thinking about different innovative ways to use tech in your own personal life. So for Brian Jackson and myself, Alan Jackson, thanks for listening. We will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.